Let's go. Despite what you do, who you are, just stay true when you grind and go hard. I'm a real go getter. Put Columbia on the map. If you think I'm playing, yeah, you think I'm playing. Cause I'ma go hard and I'ma do it for my street. What's going on, everybody? This is the Tribe 44 podcast presented to you by United Citizens Bank of Southern Kentucky. It's a bank to come home to because it's locally owned and operated. UCB provides the best in customer first care in Adair County. United Citizens Bank, we do it all right here. For the show's intents and purposes, I'm your host, Will Rich, and I am joined yet again tonight by our fearless leader, Clay Turner. Clay, how's it going? I'm doing great, Will. How are you doing, man? I am doing doing very well, Clay. Missed you last week. Of course, by now you've heard we had a special surprise guest host for the opening segment. That was yeah, a lot yeah. of fun. I'm sure I, I can't wait to listen to that. Yeah, he he did a good job. It was so funny, though, because, I mean, it's just me and you talking here, Clay. Nobody else is listening to this. But he and I had had, like, a fight Uh-oh. right before that. So he was actually – he put on his best face because uh, he and I weren't necessarily getting along at that moment. And hey, it's, maybe- it, it was 100% my fault, too. Maybe that was something you guys needed. Maybe we needed that to just reconcile our differences in the moment, which was all my fault. I was just being a bad – and I will t- – you know me, Clay. I'll tell you when it's his fault. This one – that one was on me. I'm not going to let everybody you. into the insights of my poor parenting skills, but just know that when you heard that, if Dax and I sounded like we had it all together, it's because Dax is an incredible actor because he was not happy with me. It was just it was a it was it was over sports, Clay. I'll just be honest with you. It was over sports. We'd had a bad practice. Uh-oh. He's five. <laughs> so it's poor parenting on my part. <laughs> but uh anyway, I it's uh you know, we all make mistakes and I, I it's when you're man enough to admit your mistakes and I, I I sometimes I screw up. Sometimes I get a little worked up over stuff that doesn't matter. That's always been me, Clay. We had a conversation this week about a sports memory that I had and Seth happened to just reach out to the person that uh, I was talking about. So I'll just share it with everybody, Clay. I did not win my two-on-two basketball tournament at Shepherd Elementary School in the fourth grade class of just 16 people. Uh Uh-oh. And, of course, you know this, but I was paired up with another person that I did not think I should have been paired up with because the team that won got a person. So it was boy-girl, and there's 16 kids in the class. So somebody had to get with the kid that doesn't know how to play sports, and that was me. And we lose in the finals, and I mentioned it to you all the other day. Well, Seth contacts that person, and, of course, she says she dreaded being paired with me because I was such a sore loser. So I guess I need to just grow up a little bit. Apparently, I haven't grown up since since fourth grade, Clay. You know, Sparkle did not do such thing, I don't think. If they did, I, I don't remember it. Well, Clay, that mean, that's because you would have just won. It didn't matter who was on your team. You would have just won. Well, How fun, many people uh, were in your class at Sparksville? Because I had 16 kids in my class, and we had the biggest class. Well, we actually had 32, like my age. Uh-huh. So we had the biggest class at Shepherd at the time, and they split us off into two classes of 16. Okay, so see, at Sparksville, we had one class of like 23, 24. Okay. But it was just one class. Yeah, and they were all super geniuses. Yeah, there weren't many guys in my class. There was like five, like maybe five and like 19 girls. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was a I huge feel like ratio. Was pretty even. I feel like we were pretty well eight and eight. Is that 16? Yeah, it's 16. I feel like we were pretty even. So a lot of females out in, out in Sparksville. 
Yep, a lot of females, like I said. But no, I don't. I cannot remember us doing a two-on-two tournament. We did. I I don't know why. I remember the little. Uh, if you ever will, do you ever go to the Mark Fudge basketball camps as a kid? I didn't go to a Mark Fudge basketball camp. I went to a uh, Bobby Cook basketball camp. Well, I remember going to Mark Fudge and Bobby Cook, and uh, they did. So I I was like in I don't know fourth grade or something. Maybe fifth grade, I don't know. And there would be one-on-one tournaments, and the winners would play at the very end, and everybody would watch. And I had yeah, I was, did they did they did that sort of at the Bobby Cook ones too, didn't they? I think so. I had to face Kyle Sandusky. Oh. I was maybe in fifth grade. He was in seventh or something. He wore me out pretty good. Well, I didn't. I would have never gotten very far in those. Yeah, I, I won my grade and won my class and stuff, but I. Well, you were couldn't, couldn't step up. Couldn't step I didn't. Up I couldn't even up. win my two-on-two tournament in, in a class of sixteen kids. So I wasn't going to go to town. I didn't even play little league in town until I was in sixth grade. Clay, really? I didn't actually didn't know that. Will? Yeah, I, I didn't. Uh, I didn't play little league basketball in town until I was sixth grade. It was, I have to say that was big leagues. I played like won't, minor leagues at Shepherd. They won't remember this, but I remember at a birthday party when I was in sixth grade that uh, you know, everyone on this bright cast was invited to but uh i played one versus three and it was girls and it was dj blue i think meredith corbin well they're now not you know blue and corbin and uh i can't remember who the other one was and uh i'm not gonna say how the score went i'm gonna let you actually predict that to yourself what were you playing to i think it let's just say it quit when it got kind of lopsided so if y'all were playing to 21, I'm going to say it was 21 to 3. Them? Them? Oh, no, you. It was pretty lopsided. I, I remember thinking, with sixth grade, I was like, how on earth, you know, I always was decent back then, but I was like, either they stink or I'm really good. Well, I, mean, I think it's it it probably a little, little bit of both, Clay. Maybe a balance in there. It was probably a little bit of both. That does remind me of that time that I saw your parents at Pizza Hut, uh, but we don't have time to get into that. Uh, let's get into our first segment. It's brought to you by Downey Eye Clinic. Downey's been the leader of optometry services at, in Adair County since 1981, and they're committed to providing the best personalized eye care possible for the people of Columbia. If you're looking to buy or sell real estate, Luke Piles with Next Home Realty Experts is the man to call for all things real estate in Southern Kentucky. Residential, commercial, investment properties, he does it all. So give him a call or text today at 270-378-0405 or message him on any social media platform. Well, Clay, it's that time again that we get into our – I waited for you. didn't do this last week. We've got our NBA and our NFL teams. The NFL teams is just going to be me flying solo. So you are – Dedicated to the Titans. Seth has been a Steelers fan. Yeah, I'm dedicated to the Titans if, but there's one big if. Ooh. If the Titans get Aaron Rodgers, I will be 100% out. Oh, will you join me if they get Aaron Rodgers? Depend- I don't know if I could do the Colts. So if I get Falcons, you're joining me if the Titans somehow get Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, if the Titans get Aaron Rodgers, I'm out. I can't. I just can't. You're not a big – um, you're not, not a big, a big darkness big retreat darkness guy. retreat guy no i uh but let me spin the wheel this is the nfl wheel we're down to the colts titans and the falcons and clay the home team is off the board for me the titans have been removed so it's going to be down to the colts or the falcons 
Okay, so the the NBA wheel, you all are joining me on my NBA wheel. So it's down to the Pacers and the Grizzlies. The Pacers have two. Grizzlies had a one out of three, (laughs) had a 33% chance of being picked uh, to be eliminated, and they are eliminated, meaning that I am completely jumping ship. I'm going from Pistons fan since 2004, a self-proclaimed Pistons fan. I had no real active part in that. To now it has to be the Indiana Pacers. So I'm going to order my hat right now and maybe do you wear I mean, well, hat, is that the thing to order? I'm a hat guy. Can you name the head coach of the Indiana Pacers? I don't know. I actually we're, do not know myself. We're about, to, we're about to find out. They're within driving distance. I'm happy with this. So we're Indiana Pacers fans. Seth is now an Indiana Pacers fan as well. Should I just spin the wheel again and just get it all done with? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. We don't have anything to talk about after the interview, so it's the Colts. So you're you're a Colts fan. Yeah, so we're rivals. That's kind of what you was wanting, honestly, wasn't it? Yeah, the Colts or the Falcons. I would have been fine staying with the Titans too, so I was happy with everything that was left. But the Colts are on TV more. Coach are on TV a lot. Yeah, they're on TV more. Okay. So. You know, I just thought this, Will. You're turning into Indianian. Yeah, I'm an Indianian. Yeah, I tried that and it didn't work. But uh. <laughs> So, all right. So, they do have a head coach now. And that brings us to our interview as we're going to interview the head coach of the Adair County High School baseball team in just a, just a minute. So, Clay, why don't you go ahead and introduce Coach McQuarrie and uh, we'll get the interview underway. Tonight, we're lucky to be joined by actually a coach of all three of ours and the head coach of Adair County Baseball, Mr. Ryan McQuarrie. Coach McQuarrie, how are you doing tonight? Doing good, guys. Appreciate you having me on. I was thinking about this earlier. How many years will this be for you this year? Uh, let's see. Getting right at the – in total, it's getting right at about the 20-year mark. Tell you what, you know – and we know you're a young man, but uh, I've been out of high school for 10 years. I think Will and Seth been out of 11 years. How does that make you feel? Well, I don't know. I tell them. I don't know. It's been a um, been a long time. You guys are uh, you guys are sure growing up, and, man, it's, I'm proud of you, and it makes me feel old most of the time. You know, you talk about Jake. You know, Jake's already a junior. I'm sure it seems like Jake should be, uh, you know, eight or nine years old, but yet, you know, He's been driving for how long? A year or two? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it's um, crazy to think about sometimes, honestly. Talking about the team this year, you lost a lot of production last year, but you do return some good production as well. But uh, how hard is it going to be to replace the guys you lost last year? Well, I think, you know, I think it's going to be tough. I mean, I think we'll be times when we, once we get going, it it may be a, a little tougher than we even realize, you know, we, we lost five guys, but but if you kind of if you kind of look back, it's um, you know one guy that we're kind of going to get back is is Bryce Russell, who got um, hit by a pitch. Probably I don't know, probably a little over halfway through the season, we lost him, and then of course we lost Braden Rainwater, one of our seniors, early. So we kind of we kind of had to finish the year out with um, without both of those guys. So. Um, I think we're going to be okay, but well, we did lose a lot. There's no doubt, especially when you figure in the the type of year that uh, you know, that Braxton Smith ended up having, and um, there's going to be some production loss for sure. But I'm um, I'm excited to see um, how these young guys are going to respond and build off of what we started last year. You know, talking about returning players, 
Bryce Russell, I know, had an injury last year that cut his eighth grade season short, but is he good and healthy as of now? Yeah, he's in good shape. You know, he, he rehabbed it and um, looks strong as ever, honestly. He's not had any problems out of it. I ask him from time to time, you know, how it feels. But, yeah, he looks good to uh, good to go. Of course, you got some guys doing basketball right now. How many starters back do you have currently right now that are practicing? Uh, starters back that are practicing, probably uh, probably three to four that are practicing, considering um, – Considering the five loss, four starters um, once we lost Rainwater from last year. But, um, you know, definitely got a lot of space, mainly in the infield, honestly. We lost um, Caleb Keltner, Braxton Smith, and Carson Jesse. So there's three spots that we're going to replace. And we'll have, um, you know, we'll have some guys that are just kind of, depending on who's pitching, will fill in nicely. Got some guys that are going to be moving, Bryce Russell being one of them, going to move from, from outfield to infield. Aiden Smith, he'll kind of be a utility guy where he plays, you know, depending on who's pitching, uh, will be uh, depending on where he plays. And, um, of course, Jake uh, McQuarrie, he's going to be moving back to, to his more natural position um, this year at first. So, um, you know, he played third for us last year and, and did, a, did a good job, but it just wasn't wasn't his natural position, more about where we just had to have him last year. So, um Excited to see some of these guys in some of these new positions. Been working hard and more than capable, these guys are. Coach, is there anybody that you that you know right now that you're kind of expecting to take on a bigger role this year? I know you've got a lot that are having to step up into more prominent roles as they were starters last year, but not necessarily team leaders. But some guys that might have not got as much opportunity maybe didn't start or didn't get a whole lot of playing time last year that you're that you're expecting to see early this year or is it still kind of a wait and see for those open slots well I think um I think one guy that comes to mind is going to have to be Bodie Richard he's going to be uh you know going to need him to step up and I think uh, a couple names uh, on an everyday basis Zane Gist and Aiden Smith are definitely two guys that are going to have to um step up and and contribute way more than they they had to last year but um definitely definitely very capable to do that just gonna have to see how kind of how it plays out coach how many basketball players that will play baseball do you have well two for sure Brayton Coomer and Connor Loy um I've heard a couple other guys that have talked to me about maybe coming back out but um kind of wait and see on those guys see if they're going to got got a guy that's wanting to um to maybe do track as well. So we got to see how that's going to kind of work out and go from there. But, but definitely, definitely Brayton and Connor are two guys that were, uh, you know, wishing them nothing but the best in basketball, but we'll definitely be excited to get them, especially as close as we are to, to getting going. Uh, we've been throwing since September when we first started. That was one of the things this year that I did different than last year. Last year, I, I gave the guys, the months of November and December off, we didn't touch a ball, and I had trouble. We had a lot of arm trouble, a lot of soreness. We couldn't get these guys to bounce back after their starts. So this year I kind of made up my mind that we were going to continue throwing again, not pitching, but continue just throwing, basically just playing catch two and three times a week, and that's what we've, that's what we've done. So we hope, it, we hope it pays off for us anyway. You know, then you got Connor. It's it's funny, you know, it's no secret in basketball. He's kind of the guy. And I think in baseball, he kind of enjoys actually not having to be the guy. 
And he, you know, he was a starter for you last year. He's a real good player, but it's one of them things he kind of just he can kind of do whatever you need him to do. He can play whatever position. He doesn't have to be the star. I think he kind of enjoys that. I think he does. I've told I've told several people, and you know, I'm not sure if I've ever mentioned it to Matt or not, but I really think baseball is kind of Connor's kind of his out. You know, he does. Uh, he's going to perform. He's just too good of an athlete. He's too natural at things not to get out there and perform. He's a competitor, a guy that you want on any team you're going to have. You want him on there. But he just he just relaxes in baseball, and he still puts pressure on himself. Don't get me wrong. He wants to do well, but it's definitely – he doesn't feel the pressure. I don't think that he, you know, maybe gets at him in basketball sometimes. So he – I thought last year he kind of made the comment early, said maybe told a couple of the guys, you know, this might be um, – this might be – my last year and then as the year went on he kind of changed his tune and then matt went out and bought him a new a new outfield glove this year so i knew at that point he was oh, hooked and we he's had locked all in, in. If, unless he's That's really right. preparing for slow pitch softball career i think he's locked there you in. Go. <laughs> <laughs> coach talking about the district i know taylor has a lot back marion lost some good kids but they still have their stud pitcher Campbellsville was young last year, I think, correct? Yeah, they were. And they returned most. Uh, right. What does the district look like in your mind? Well, I mean, you know, I, I've told the guys several times, you know, I don't – I think there's going to be a lot of people out there that are going to think that, that we're going to have to be way down after losing five seniors. We were the oldest team in the district last year. Like you said, uh, no – not trying to hide anything by saying that I think – each of the three district teams has probably a, a stronger number one as far as a pitcher goes than what we have. But I think, um, you know, I definitely think we're going to surprise some. But, but yeah, Marion got a got their big arm back. Now, he's had some arm trouble, but I think he's doing okay now, at least uh, last I heard. They're young. Got a really good young young team. Probably the hottest team in the region at the end of the year last year, in my opinion. Uh, Taylor County. Same way, got all the returners, got three Division One commits, you know. But I think they're um, – I'm hearing that um, Lake and Lions, one of – my opinion, one of their key cogs to their um, to their machine is, is not going to be playing this year. He's had some injuries in basketball, and I think he's going to go and elect to have a surgery done or so I'm hearing. So he's going to be out. So I think that will definitely change things for them. But um, – and then Campbellsville. They got the Eastridge young man. He's a very solid arm and got a real strong catcher. But um, but they are young. So, you know, I don't know. I think you got to look at Taylor being uh, probably the number one and uh, probably Marion number two. But then from there, it's, it's hard to say. Like I said, we've got some question marks on the mound. Got some guys that are very, very capable. Still kind of waiting to see what's going to do when the lights come on. Coach, you're talking about you know this you think this may be your 20th year have you seen baseball change from when you first started the high school level to the way it is now yeah i mean i think baseball's changed but i i think the 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 kids and i mean i've seen that in school the kids of the kids have changed um changed too you know they've um, they're they're just different than they than they were um not all in a bad way it's just different like i said with social media and all those things that are going on now Lots of it's just different. I mean, I think I've tried to stick to some of my, 
you know, old school, but I've had to adapt in some ways too and not really give in, but just kind of adapt with some of the change. But it's, um, but it, but it's, but it's not all bad, but definitely, definitely change for sure. Um, one of the big things is now just how hard these guys throw. I mean, there's, uh, there's guys in our district throwing mid to upper eighties. There's a, there's a guy just a few miles down the road in, um, Taylor County that's, eighth grader they just clocked him uh you know 86 87 miles an hour in eighth grade it's just nuts how hard these guys are throwing now and how they're 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 all training to throw hard it's it's wild coach you got a lot of production until he got hurt out of an eighth grader last year in bryce russell and do you have any uh any eighth graders that you've called up to put to play uh, high school ball this year we did we called up three we called up alex martin Alex is a catcher and can play several other positions, just a hard-nosed young man. Called up Jasper Kemp. Jasper Kemp is a very versatile young man. Um, could pitch some force, can command three pitches, uh, knows how to pitch, and he's going to be around the zone. That's the big thing we've been talking about with our pitching staff is we just can't can't walk guys. And, uh, you know, I could see definitely see certain times where he could um, help us on the mound. And then we called up Dax Khan in a little bit different role, but Dax is going to come up and basically we're going to use high school ball to supplement middle school. He's going to play middle school and middle school's playing and practice, and that's his priority. But then on days where they don't have a game or practice, he's going to come up and um, play and practice with us. And Dax has been taking – he's been having some long days. He's really come on, and he's been doing – couple double practices and you know really paying off for him he looks looks better every day after losing so much production who do you kind of see stepping up into leadership roles we talked about unexpected you know people that hadn't had a role in the past but let's talk about some people that maybe hadn't necessarily had the leadership role in the past but now are going to try to step into that well i think outside of the guys like said brayton you know coomer's going to have to have a big year we're looking forward to him uh, Bryce, same way. Connor, same way. But I think just somebody just as much as anybody that's going to have to have a, a big year is Jake McQuarrie. I think Jake, he's my son, but I can promise you that um, playing for a for a coach like me, just like a lot of coaches are, you know, he I tell him all the time, I said, you know, you can't just be good. You got to be great. And he's, he's going to definitely have to step up. He had a big um, – a big fall this past fall. We did a lot of traveling and played and had a big summer. And I look for him to do some big things. I know he's going to have to and pick up and pick up some of the the power numbers and 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 hold down first base for us. But um, I look for him and then and then just as exciting as anything is Jake threw. Um, he only threw two innings for us last year and this summer when we um, traveled around and play started pitching a lot more and. Uh, He's going to be big for us on the mound because Jake, um, you know, Jake Jake knows how to pitch. He throws three pitches and can command all three, and he's going to give us some big innings. I know there's times in games last year where had we used him, had some arm trouble last year, but had we been able to use him, I can think of a couple situations where, you know, we would have probably been a couple wins ahead of where we were just because we needed that guy to come in and, and be able to throw strikes that we – we weren't able to get out of some guys last year. So if we can get that, I'm pretty excited for um, for him this year and look for look for him to step up and have to play a, a much bigger role than he 
played last year, and I thought he, I thought he had a pretty good year last year, but um, just definitely going to have to do that. And then, um, like I said, excited for a for a full season with Bryce, just to see what Bryce can do. I think he's going to definitely turn some heads. And then, um, you know, Connor stepping in, and then Zane and Aiden are going to have to be solid for us this year. Aiden, you know, him and Isaac both are um, are definitely the potentials there to be shutdown type arms you know Aiden hadn't picked up a ball much more since football season because he was one of the guys and I've been on him quite a bit about coming out and working out with us in the fall and in the off season and he hadn't been back to throwing for a week you know and we um I put a gun on him one day just to see how it where he was and you know he hit 82 on the mound and hadn't thrown a ball much more since football season so it's really scary how good he can be and Isaac Isaac Rogers is the same way, just looking for those guys to really step up. Coach, for the people that don't get to drive by campus every day, talk about your new uh, indoor facility that you've got built there by the by the ball field. Well, thanks to, um, you know, I told, them, I told my parents I had a player-parent meeting about a weekend of the season that I have every year. When they first, we had it out in our, we had it out in the batting cage and when they first walked in, I told them, I asked them just to take a look around because it had been about a year and a half ago that I had approached the boosters and I said, guys, we need a, we need a usable batting cage. At the time we had a, a batting cage that sat under a tree. Ground was unlevel, just a really not a good setup for, um, for, our, for, our, for us to hit. And I just kind of approached them and I said, we just need a new batting cage. And I'll never forget, um, I wasn't asking for much, but just the cage and, and Jeff Jesse, our president at the time kind of spoke up and he said, well, I, I think we can do, I think we can do a, a bigger than that. He set out on this donation journey. And before we know it, we had a 40 by 72 covered, covered batting cage. And, um, we knew that was the first, first, first step. We got that done. We got it fully turfed and carpeted inside and we um we filled it with l screens and hitting mats and and it was great and then the the next step came to try to get get it enclosed and then in in step mr biggs mr craig biggs and and i told him he asked me he said um you know what was on our list of pri- what was on my list of priorities and that was of course number one is getting some some walls up on that cage and, and sure enough he was able to help get the money and thanks to the okay and everything through the board now we've got a 40 by 72 enclosed building that we're excited as we can be to have i mean it's a it's a game changer it really is of course of course too we couldn't have done it without um we couldn't have done it without dustin martin you know dustin's done a lot of work we've had a lot of boosters that's helped out but dustin's kind of spearheaded the whole thing and he kind of took care of the construction and all that so We've really been blessed. Seth and I have talked about it multiple times. I'm sure I've talked about it with you guys too. And we kind of looked at certain kids and it just so happened Jake's name came up a bunch because we said, you know, Seth would ask me, he said, you think you ever have something by the time Jake graduates? And I said, I just don't know. I just don't know. And then lo and behold, you know, here Jake is a junior and we've got something like that. And I mean, I just want to, I just get Coach Hills talking about it because I know. I know how long it's how long we've needed it, and I know how excited I am to to have it. 
it's really amazing to think about how far the facilities has come as a whole since, you know, you said this was probably year 20, since year one, the field and the area around the field, how far it's come since that year one to, to now. Oh, it, it's amazing. Like I said, this goes back to, um, you know, this goes back to you guys and your parents. And I'll never forget, guys. I mean, it basically, in reality, it all started with a um, Frosted Flakes, you know, kind of competition. We, 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 we voted on it. People would send in votes and we won a, we won a $10,000 field makeover through Kellogg's. And that's where it all started. And then the boosters, you know, they kind of took the, took the bull by the horn, so to speak, and started investing more money in. And then we've had some help through the, through the board. And, you know, Dr. Stevens has helped us, you know, recently. And, um, it's just amazing, amazing where it comes and where it's came. And, and you all don't, you all don't know. I tell it all the time, but I try not to say it too much just from even when I played and I can only imagine guys before me, I laugh all the time. And, and I talk about, um, even my brother, who's about six years younger than me. Um, we've been out there before and we, we really don't anymore, but we used to, you know, have rock duty where we picked up rocks and I'll never forget one time when he was out there and um, we were picking up rocks and he said, huh? He said, those are the rocks we used to leave. And I said, what do you mean? He said, well, when we picked up rocks, he said, the rocks we picked up were bigger than those. He said, we just left those because those weren't big enough. <laughs> Coach, I was actually out in, this has been about a year ago now, maybe a year and a half, but we went on a trip out into Western Kentucky and we actually went to uh, the Purple Toad Winery, that vineyard out there. Oh, yeah. Out there, right. I guess the winery out there in Paducah. And the guy that owns that gave us a tour of it. And he was talking about, he was from Glasgow. And of course he was talking, he was asking where we were from. We told him Adair County. That's when he told us we, he was from Glasgow. He said, yeah, I played baseball for Glasgow. He said, we used to play Adair County. He said, y'all had the awfulest field there ever was over there. I said, well, I told him, I said, well, it ain't that way no more. I'd say we got one of the nicest fields in the region. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, even, oh, for sure. And, um, I know even when I played, you know, we we would have much rather um, had played on the road than home, and it's just amazing where it's um, where it's at now. It's just it's just amazing, it really is. And I I talk to our guys a lot about that. We take a lot of pride, you know, in 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 keeping it the way we we keep it. And I think that um, you know, that's just one more life lesson that that baseball kind of teaches it. You know, teaches us we. Um, we we spend we spend a lot of time. Gosh, the coaches were uh, we were out there till ten fifteen last night working on it, um, just trying to do a few things to to kind of keep the players from having to do some. Trying to take advantage of some of this weather where we didn't have to spend it um, working on the field. But um, but yeah, there's a lot. Uh, it just seems like it's ongoing, and and the guys that are around us are never satisfied with it. We always want to we always want to improve. Well, it it has improved. It has improved a ton, Clay. I'm we we've kept him about thirty minutes. So you you got a couple more questions? I had one more question. He led me into. We talked about coaches. Coach Curry, talk to us about what your staff's going to look like this year. So the staff this year, I've got a, I've got Coach Zach Humphrey returning. Coach Zach, it's um, kind of funny. I'll, I'll never forget when I took back over. 
I didn't have an assistant and I was looking I saw Zach he's a he goes to the gym he's real big into weight training and really likes it and Zach was actually Zach actually played at Green County he was a a, a player that I coached against when he was at Green County but I just kind of approached him with it one day and uh, asked him if he would ever have any interest in coaching and he didn't know at first but it wasn't just a few days later, he reached back out to him and he said, you know what, I, I believe I am interested. He had coached a little bit before middle school in Greene County, but um, but he's my assistant. We've got one paid assistant. And then Coach um, Coach Boone Coomer's back. I was um, a little surprised at Coach Coomer. I thought when his, um, his nephew, Caleb Keltner, graduated, I thought we may lose Coach Boone, but Coach Boone's back. I believe he, I believe he loves it even more than he realized, but um, – Coach Boone Coomer's back, and then this year, Coach um, Dustin Martin came up from the middle school, and he is uh, also helping. So um, us four guys are kind of kind of manning the ship. Awesome. Well, Coach, we wish you good luck on a good season. We'll be there supporting you, and we we really appreciate all the time and effort that you put in coaching and 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 putting in the work on the field. And and I know it takes a lot of time and a lot of effort, and we really do appreciate everything that you do for us. So good luck on a on a great season, and, and like I said, we'll be supporting you. I appreciate it, guys. Appreciate you having me on. Appreciate you all um, being involved and, and, and doing the things that you do as well. Thank you, Coach. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate you. All right. All right. Take care. Clay, we always enjoy having Coach McQuarrie on, don't we? He's, a, he's always a good interview. He is. Uh, we've been around him a lot in our life playing baseball, and uh, the amount of time and stuff he spends and everything. It's uh it's not a job for anybody, and uh, he does a good job with it. And like I said, he's always a good interview too. And I'm just glad to, but you know, baseball season will be here soon, which that means summer will be here before you know it. Yeah. So with baseball season right around the corner, Clay, we've also got bracket time. So you've got one more day uh, to get your bracket challenge filled in so if you're listening to this on monday when this comes out on the 12th or the 13th you have one more day to get your bracket put in the tournament starts tomorrow so make sure that you get all of those brackets turned in the giveaway this year we haven't been able to discuss this yet the giveaway this year this year is a crisp i don't know if it'll be brand new we're going to get it from you clay you're going to be the one that hands that that we get this from so make sure it's a brand new one crisp Brand new $100 bill. Not the biggest prize that you'll get out there, but we're not charging you anything to do it. So submit your free bracket to the CBS uh, Bracket Challenge. The the link that we've got posted on our Facebook page, use that. Use that link. Use the uh, password that's posted. We'll be able to do that. If you win, by the end of it, you'll get a $100 bill. Clay, that's a pretty good deal. Spend nothing. Make a few dollars. $100. $100. I mean, that's, that's as simple as simple can be. Remember that Clay and I and Seth cannot win, and neither can our spouses or our children. But you know what? If Corbin wins, I think he deserves $100. I think so. Anyway, but uh, we are going to participate just just for the sake of conversation, but we can't win that. So it's a free $100 to somebody. So uh, you'd be kind of crazy not to sign up. So, so, yeah, bracket challenge. Let's do it. This uh, last segment is brought to you by Jeffries Hardware. Jeffries is known to have what you need for your next project. Milwaukee Power Tools, Porter Paint, Rental Center, they've got it all. So go see the folks at Jeffries Hardware, the friendly hardware store. 
We don't have anything to preview. We just previewed an entire baseball season. So, Clay, if you don't have anything else, we always want to hear from you, the listeners. So if you like the show, have suggestions, or you just want to give us a shout-out, we're on Twitter at Tribe44Podcast, Instagram under the same handle, and we also have Facebook, which is where we do most of our uh, our posting. Make sure to check out that Facebook page for our CBS Bracket Challenge where you could win a brand-new, from Clay Turner, $100 bill. So, uh, Clay, if you don't have anything else, this has been the Tribe 44 Podcast. Don't forget to hit subscribe in your preferred method of listening just to make sure you never miss any content. And we will talk to y'all later. Let's go. Despite what you do, who you are, just stay true when you grind and go hard. I'm a real go-getter, put Columbia on the map. If you think I'm playing, yeah, you think I'm playing. Because I'm going to go hard and I'm going to do it for my street. How's the old arm? Like, is it? Are you feeling it more? Or is it still feel pretty good? Oh no, arms hold, arms holding up good. I threw. Uh, I guess it was uh, right before we broke apart from the middle and high school. One of my first days out, I threw. Uh, I threw four twenty, twenty eight guys, fifteen swings apiece. I believe it was, and I hung in there pretty Gosh. good. <laughs> yeah, of course. Sure. I mean, it's not, it's not pitching, obviously, but I mean, it's. Uh, I don't know. I still believe you. I still believe your arm hurts from lack of throwing versus throwing too much, at least of the right kind of throwing. You're doing that TB12 method or something, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's going on. <laughs> All right. We'll get a little dead air. Clay, just introduce coach and we'll just get it rolling. Ayahuasca. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>